Hello, welcome to another McLaren Fans podcast. This week we are talking about the Abu Dhabi race and I'm your host, Andy Donnelly. Joining me, as always, is Sarah Merritt. Say hello, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Yeah. And uh, joining us once again, fifth appearance, is it, maybe? Oh, I wish I was that good. Uh, I think I'm third or fourth. Oh, uh, uh, the amazing Andy Robinson. Hello, welcome all. <laughs> he's amazing, well, is he? He's, yeah. Amazing, I hadn't heard that. Well, I've, you know, I've got to have some sort of uh, simulator for our guests when they return um, multiple times. So there you go. I have to think up with one for other recurring guests. I'll, I'll take <laughs> anything that's thrown my way. I'm pretty happy, I'll be honest. <laughs> right. Um Let's talk McLaren. Let's talk 2021. Let's talk a little bit about 2022. Let's talk a little bit about McLaren Christmas. And let's talk a little bit about um, uh, this race today. Um, Given everything else that went on, I think really we didn't see much of us today, um, no. which is a shame because we had a beautiful livery, absolutely stunning livery, I thought. Um, yes. And uh, yeah, it seemed a shame. We, we we saw it on TV maybe once or twice in the whole race. Um it's pretty bad when you have to know that Lando's pitted by watching the left-hand side of the screen and seeing him drop down the order with the word pit. Used to that next really to now, aren't we? That's a problem. Yeah, we yeah, we do it. watch a lot of air race on the left, don't we? Yeah. There was nothing else going to be shown on the TV today, if we're, if we're honest. Um, yeah. And no. remember, we we've spent years watching that ladder on the side and seeing like Lando get in front of someone and figure out they've overtaken them. That's that's all we've ever known. Um, yeah, that's very true. But talking about a livery, Andy, I thought it looked really nice. So my first question to you is, both Andy's, that livery or Monaco, which one did you like best? Oof. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to go with Monaco because it was quite I, I, ironic. No, that's Alanis Morissette. Uh, iconic. Um, I, iconic. Monic. Yes. Isn't it iconic? That was her song. Don't you think? Um, Something <laughs> um, about the McLaren livery in Monaco, I think. So um, I thought the the Gulf livery in Monaco, for a number of reasons, it wasn't just the livery on the car. It was the helmets. It was the feeling of the whole weekend. It was the um, the special edition sort of race suits, the um, uh, fan kit that we finally got our hands on three months after it was released. Uh, oh, McLaren yep. store, are you listening? Um, and... <laughs> Uh, it was the whole sort of package about it. It was a whole sort of feel and event about it and everything else like that. While I love the livery today, I did feel that the golf livery was kind of special because of part of the event. I'm with you, 100%. Um, golf livery was absolutely everything. There wasn't a bit of that car that wasn't updated. There wasn't a bit of what we saw, like the garage, the cruise, everything. It was all all singing, all dancing. And I loved what we had today, 
but it was on elements. There was a little bit on the wings, a little bit on the side pods. It wasn't like the whole concept car. Um, yeah. So it was it was a lovely touch. I thought the artwork was brilliant. Would have loved it for the last few races to show a bit more of that um, yeah. rainbow yeah. aspect and a bit of We Racers 1. Spot on. And I think Abu Dhabi is a bit safer to be doing it in, uh, but I, I love the Monaco livery. I think it's one of the nicest there is. And I mean, right yeah. now they've got the Monaco livery on the boulevard. So that they're, McLaren are still showing off because they think it's that good as well. Here's a question for you both. What if, mm. what if that is our kind of livery for next year? Because Gulf become our sort of more major sponsor. We become uh, McLaren, Gulf, McLaren, Mercedes. And we go with a Gulf livery for the season. We'd be would the papaya, not... wouldn't we? We'd be like kind of... Well, no, you've still got the papaya in there, haven't you? Because it features yeah. on the car. And I'd like to think we're always going to have a bit of papaya from here on in. Golf, golf itself is iconic. And if that were to happen, then I wouldn't kick it out of bed. You know, I'd be quite happy with that. <clears throat> See my Etsy store for fridge magnets and badges that may resemble it. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> Plug <laughs> number do... one. Yeah. <laughs> I really do like that livery. And like you say, there was a lot of stuff that went with it. Totally agree with with Andy R, though. I think if we wanted to really show that we race as one is more than just a statement and some words, we'd be running our car with a more rainbow-esque element to it on a more frequent basis and certainly in those difficult races. We have had some sort of rainbow-style colours on the driver's um, uh, overalls and on some of the sort of lines on the car as well. So there has been a little bit of aspect on it. But like you say, that's yeah. paint is nice. But actions are better. Yeah. And actions and also, are even better than that. And I know I know Views, however you say it, Views are, are one of our sponsors. But I don't smoke and I'm not keen on nicotine products. And I know this is the world we live in and people will go, oh, we had Marlboro on the car for years. But I'm not really that excited about pushing something that's, you know, a nicotine product. So I don't know what you guys think about that, if you have any feelings. <laughs> I was over in uh, in Berlin last weekend, and in a lot of places that I went, there was the West logo from the old days. And I was just like, <laughs> I was getting quite excited, and I was like, oh, but yeah, it's actually a pack of cigarettes. I'm not just going to buy a pack of cigarettes because yeah. it's got that old McLaren West <laughs> logo on it. But we all bought crates of Husky. Yeah, I, I very openly brought crates of husky. And I had a husky drink every single qualifying and race. Mm. Um, That's true, but you're not addicted to chocolate, are you? <laughs> I am no, I'm addicted to chocolate. If you would like to send me some chocolate, it's uh, Andy and McLaren's <laughs> fans podcast. <laughs> um, we've got what Coca Cola, Webex, Arrow, Splunk. Golf views, Dell Technologies, Dark Trace. Uh, I think the rear wing this weekend was the McLaren Arturo. Um, we've got a, a fair few sponsors that I'll never buy anything from. Um, yeah. But on the other hand, we've got a fair few sponsors that I bought stuff from purely because they're on the side of a car that I love. Um, I Me too. A... I mean, I can I can tell you I'm very much guilty of that. And on Black Friday, I did go to the Timmy Luggage website. But it was still overpriced for what I would like to spend on a suitcase. My word, is it is it expensive? Um, yes. Yeah, horses for courses. Right? I mean, there's lots of good stuff. But I mean, back onto the livery for the car this weekend. If if we were mm. to have the golf livery next year, as long as they sold a papaya coloured hat and a papaya coloured t shirt, 
we could have the golf delivery. I'll be fine with that. Okay. Oh, good. As long as I run it by you, Andy, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, that, that's one of the things that um, I always look forward to is team kit. And obviously, we're moving across to Castor next year. So let's see what that looks like. Um, I know they make a few football kits in the uh, Premier League Newcastle United and Wolverhampton Wanderers, I believe, um, as well as I think Rangers. In Scotland, um, but thanks yeah, for pointing out they're in Scotland. Yeah, <laughs> I said thanks for pointing out they're in Scotland. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, somebody th- might have thought it was Queen's Park Rangers or something, but yeah, Rangers in Scotland. Um, so yeah, so let's hope that it's a bit more better quality than what it has been the last couple of seasons. Let's see what happens with that. Let's yeah, hope I it's think, just not bland. It's, the, um, it's certainly very important to you, Andy, as a as a merch freak. Yeah. I find that things are brought out too late or too close to the date, so we don't get them in time. Things are increasing in price very much. The quality's not been that good. And the turnaround times have been quite long as well. You know, I realise we're getting everything from Holland, not within the UK. Um, so maybe I'm being a bit selfish there, wishing we were back to having it in the UK. But, yeah, there's lots, there's lots to improve on that, on something that we spend a lot of our hard-earned stosh on. Yeah. Right, let's let's move on. I'm going to give some stats here and let's have a bit of a discussion um, about them. So, um, this has been our best... This is my view. It's been our best season for nine years, I think, right? I'll put that down there. Nine years, our best season. Yep. Fourth place in the Constructors' Championship. Yep. 275 points versus the 202 we had last year. A pole position. Yep. Five podiums. Yep. The only one-two finish of the whole season. Yep. And oh, I can't remember. Was there something else? Oh yeah, we won a race. Oh yes, <laughs> we won a race. What a surprise! Yes, we won a race. Of course. I'm not we... sure if you remember me mentioning on that on, on, a, on a few previous podcasts. Did you know that we won? Did you? You no, know what? I don't did, think I knew that we won a race. I'm, I'm not sure we. Yeah, I'm not sure we. Not only it. did we win, but the week after we were in a position to win with a, a little slice of bad luck. So like, we, yeah. we 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 didn't Rampart, win yeah. by accident. No, it was on merit, not on yeah. merit. Not me. Merit. Not me. It wasn't me. I didn't do it. But <laughs> hey, you know the only thing we didn't get this year was a faster slap. I thought we did get one. Not going no, to the official F1 website, we did not. Well, that's just not good enough, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Somebody the, out Ferrari there will complain fans, about some that. Some Ferrari but... fans out there that we're friendly with will be pointing that out to us. No, I, um, I'm, I'm very keen to point out that I sent you those stats, so I very much agree with them. And uh... <laughs> So last year we technically finished better in the championship. We came third because rather we were than fourth. Third. Yes, yes. But I agree with everything you two have said as well. It's been our best season for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Just everything about it. We've had not not just hope. We've had some optimism. And and when you see us getting a pole in qualifying, I mean, I'm I'm ecstatic about that. And then leading races again on merit. Yep. And I oh, just yeah. Uh, 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 the nature of our team is great as well. There's upbeat 
There's a lot of yes. positive vibes coming out of that team. Definitely on the up, aren't we? Definitely on the up. I think, I think it uh, gives them a lift. Gives them yeah. a real lift. There's definitely uh, an, an upward trajectory in the team. I think so many people that watch sports think about it from the view of the sofa. And I think to be really thinking about how this affects individuals who are leaving their families for many, many months of the year travelling and people go, oh, it's great, they get to see the world. Well, newsflash people, they get off a plane, they go to a hotel and they get in a minibus and they go to the track. They eat in the hospitality unit there and they get sent back to the hotel again and very late. And, you know, they're living the dream in so much as they are working in Formula One. But that dream does come at some cost. So the idea that your your season might be totally miserable, that you might see your car be demoted, I don't know, 75 places like we had once before in the Honda years, is, is how do you motivate yourself to get up in the morning for that? It's not just a job. It's a sport. You're part of it. So, yeah, I, I think seasons like this season that we've been hoping for as fans will also have given the staff, the team members, the person that cleans the loose at MTC, a really big boost, you know, because everybody is proud of working. For what about the people who clean the stones outside of Ron's old office? <laughs> the pebble the pebble area yes yeah. and if people don't think that exists I'm, I'm quite happy to tweet the photograph of the people cleaning the stones outside of the MTC that I once took <laughs> everybody that works at McLaren in some piece plays a part in that so let me give a shout out to Pete Yeomans who is one of the security guys that works at McLaren um, and I am friends with him on Facebook and he's a really nice guy but he um he was in the gatehouse the other weekend when I delivered all my Christmas cards to MTC. And he said to me that the biggest thing for him was he may work there, but he's still a fan of Formula One and he's still a fan of the team. And that's what you want to hear from people that are involved in our sport. They get how we feel, even though they work there, because they're fans too. So these results, they're really important to everybody and people like Pete as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, there, there, we know of many other people who work there who are just as mad fans as what we are. So We do indeed. Yeah. Um, on, on that note, while we're talking about team members, um, there are a couple that are sort of leaving the team. Well, well, there's Paul James, known as Taffy, who's going back to work at the factory, but he'll be, I think he's been trackside, was it 23 years? I thought they said 26 earlier on 26. the television. I could have got okay. that wrong. Yeah. Um, you know, so he's been a big part of what we've done and the success the team's had and everything else like that. Um, and I'm sure yeah. if you saw his face, you'd recognise him straight away. He's pretty much been in every photo that we've had for the last sort of years of success and stuff. So good good luck to him. Um, and, and also um, Mark Cox, who is um, is he one of the chief mechanics. Um, He's uh, he runs Lando's car, we've got Lando's yeah. side of the garage, yes. Yeah, and um, just as a fan, I'd like to say thanks to Coxie simply because he's one of the um mechanics that's there that said would always come over uh with Lee and have a chat whenever we were at Grand Prix. Um, yeah, nothing to do with the fact that I always had some Haribo to give to them, but um, <laughs> yeah, but the you know, they'd come over and they'd have a chat and make sure that, you know, we were having a good time and, you know, give us a bit of a chat about stuff and things like that. 
Um, you know, and, and they've got a job to do first and foremost, but for them to take a little bit of time and say, hello, how are you doing? Nice to see you again. Good to see you here. You're supporting us still, especially during the Honda years when we were all there, um, you know, makes a difference. So he will be missed. He will. Um, so, yeah. And, uh, yeah. You, you see know. the um, tweeted picture of the, the team photo this afternoon. Oh, oh, it was taken this morning at the I've racetrack. It, I've not like zoomed in on who's in it yet. No, but just the sheer volume of people at the track. Yeah. Well, end of seasons are time, which is a nice time to uh, move on, isn't, isn't it, for a change yeah. of career, change of circumstances. And there'll and be I, people in that picture who we don't know it's their last race, and, and they haven't publicly said anything or that they don't need to publicly say anything. And it's just it's just nice to be able to see how many people are physically there at the track and just be able to say thank you to them for giving up a year of their life or five or 26 in some cases yes uh, we haven't we haven't had a year uh, we haven't had a win for nine years so a lot of those people won't have experienced a win they won't have experienced the champagne uh, and to keep doing it day in day out and it uh, the the best quote i ever heard from someone was it takes just as much effort and hours to lose as it does to win they're putting in that yep. hard work no matter where we were coming and uh, so it's nice that people get a win with Dan's win this year and they can sign off in style. But um, we just, I want to say thank you as well to them for everything they've done, the, the blood, sweat, tears, hours, missed birthdays, missed holidays, everything. Just it's uh, for us to be able to be a fan of two cars going around a racetrack. Good, good. Well said, Andy. Well said. Yeah, definitely. You agree, I agree with you there. To anyone that's leaving the team, thank you for all you've done. Coxie, we'll miss you. I know I've called you grumpy at times, but I didn't really mean it, honest. Yes, you did. Um, <laughs> maybe I did. But we had, a, we had a good chat in China in the hotel. So we, uh, you know, I know he's not grumpy, really. And, um, and yeah, you know, I hope we still get to see you around, guys, if anyone's moving on. I hope, you know, you remember who we are and you still come and have a chat with us because uh, we'll still talk to you. You don't have to be at the team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll still cheer you off. Right. Um, yeah, so I guess what I'd like to talk about um, is I think it's been a great season. There's been some highs. And, you know, the win is the obvious one. Um, for me, the pole position was as well. Kind of the low for me was that sort of last couple of laps where Lando in Russia absolutely broke my heart. I really wanted that win for Lando. That would have been that would have just topped everything off. That was the cherry on the top of the cake for this year. Would have been a Lando win as well. Hundred yeah. uh, percent. We we were stood in the house, stood up, cheering, like watching the timing screen, seeing the microseconds tick by and how close it was getting. We haven't been that excited for a race since uh, the week before. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I suppose there's a little piece of me if I'm being honest please don't shoot me Daniel Ricardo fans that would have liked Lando to get the win first just because he's been at the team a little bit longer um, that's, maybe that's an odd emotion to have I'm certainly not un, in any way ungrateful for what we have had this season but I might have liked Lando to get the win first you know don't know what you I'm think guys I'm fans well, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll stick up for Dan here. Um, oh, I'm not saying anything bad about Dan. There's no sticking <laughs> up with guys. 
No, I love. I'm just trying you know to what? debate out on the podcast, you know. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, that there's one percent of me that's like, yeah, yeah. Um, Lando is an amazing talent for him to get that win to cement that ability in his head that he can do the Grand Prix F1 wins. Brilliant. That would just set step him up that level that we see that first yeah. one do for everyone apart from Maldonado. Um, but Dan <laughs> Dan needed that boost in confidence. Uh, and I don't care which car comes first, as long as it's papaya coloured, I'll be honest. Yep. Yeah, um, I agree. I agree. And it was great timing for Dan because it, it did give him that like he's still good. And you know, he said he hadn't gone anywhere. Uh, I think brilliant. But uh, equally, I couldn't have been happier if we had a, a the Lando win the weekend after. That would have been like the best two weeks ever. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Um, for me, one of the highlights of the season actually was yesterday when when Lando um, qualified in third. And of course, you get the interview, then you get to go into that little area, don't you? Uh, you pull up and obviously hit the sign. Everyone always hits the sign. Yeah. Um, but to see Lando's mum there as well, you know, I've been to a lot of races. Lando's dad is a frequent visitor. But to see Lando's mum there was was lovely. Um, and I know, Andy, we had a little chat, didn't we, Robinson, not Donnelly, um, via WhatsApp about what's going on? What's what's he doing with his hat? And I could see Lando had been given an autographed hat. He'd been given a cap that was was signed by mistake, I think. He'd been given one of the giveaway hats. So obviously he didn't want to wear a hat he'd, he'd signed himself because he thought that would look a bit silly. And he gave it to his mum, didn't he? Yeah, lovely. Absolutely lovely. <laughs> yeah. There you go, Mum. Have a free hat. <laughs> right. Any other highlights of the season, guys? That you've you've really you know moments that have really touched you. Um. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just just actually, this feels like it's been a really competitive season. So yeah. that would definitely be a highlight. Whereas I think before, I've always kind of wished that we might get something or pick up the pieces or, or, you know, but I've actually felt that this season we were just, you know, way above the midfield. Do you know yeah, what? That, good. that is the highlight of the season. It, it's going into a weekend, uh, not guaranteeing, but assuming that we'll get quite high in qualifying, we could yeah. get a top five and, and going in thinking we might get well, both cars through to Q3. We might get five and a seven, five and a six. That's a highlight because, yeah, that, that shows the progression. We, we saw the numbers earlier. It's our best season for a long time. Yeah. That, that feeling, you, that's an intangible feeling you can't quite place on it to have that confidence of going, yeah, we, we've got a chance. I think also one of the highlights for me, and we've discussed it on the podcast before, is to see how many more people are now a McLaren fan. Maybe because they, you know, fancy Lando. Maybe because they like Dan. But either way, we went to Silverstone and we saw signs saying Lando Norris shirts sold out and all that kind of thing. Um, and I, I really did feel that this was the year that I noticed more people thinking it was cool to like our team. We were not the <laughs> odd ones out. Um, I know when I used to go to races with Andy, he always used to look for a Sauber fan. He thought it was it was quirky to try and find a Sauber fan at the track. During the Honda years, there were a lot less McLaren fans at a track, and we felt a little bit odd sometimes. Everybody's there for Lewis, you know, everyone's a Merck fan. So to go to Silverstone this year and see a sea of papaya, sold-out shirts, people shouting for our team, 
I don't know what you guys think, but I thought that was a real turnaround and, you know, I loved it. I really loved it. I I couldn't agree more with you. To be able to sit in a grandstand and see people cheering for our drivers and not just cheering for Lewis at Silverstone, um, it it just is a, is a welcoming feeling. But honestly, when you used to go to a Grand Prix and there were four McLaren fans or 20 McLaren fans, you'd know each of them by face at the very least, if not by name. <laughs> And then yes. you'd give a nod. Or I remember driving through services once on the like one of the motorways and there was a person wearing a McLaren hat walked past me wearing my McLaren hat. He gave a nod and a hello and then kind of walked on because we were that infrequent. You didn't have you didn't see people out wearing a McLaren gear anywhere apart from a racetrack at best. Um you, you at least say hello to people. And now we're everywhere, which is brilliant because we get more merch. There was a McLaren yeah. fan in my Asda the other week. I didn't really know what to do. <gasps> <laughs> oh, well, there was a McLaren fan at the place where I went for a blood test on Monday um, and uh, he was he was an older guy um, he told me he'd been to Hockenheim and seen a race with Michael Schumacher and he was just chatting about you know going to races years ago but it was brilliant to sit there and chat and have an informed discussion no one's ashamed of being a McLaren fan anymore it's great I've never and, been ashamed of being a McLaren fan well, neither have I, but I don't know if you heard, I, I got asked to go on Radio 5 Live on Monday morning and Nicky Campbell was on the radio and he asked me, he said, how can you be a McLaren fan? Like he didn't understand that there were supporters of teams in Formula One, yeah. like Man United or Liverpool or whatever. Um, and, and, you know, we had a bit of banter about it, but I thought I had to explain myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, sometimes I have to do exactly the same thing where people go, what, you're not a Lewis fan? You're not a, no, no, I'm a McLaren fan. Oh, you must like Lando or Dan then. No, 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 if they left tomorrow, I'm still a McLaren fan. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. Which is why we need more merch that's not just Lando and Dan. We need more McLaren merch. Yes, yes. I wouldn't mind a uh, McLaren Christmas jumper. I've been begging for years for them to do an official McLaren Christmas jumper. That'd be pretty cool. This is the right time of the year to mention it, and I think it would be cool. I've been asking for pajamas for years as well. Um, style all of those the early, too. yeah, early races when I'm watching in bed, McLaren PJs, please. That would be lovely. Yeah. Speaking of which, let's talk about Christmas gifts. Woohoo! So. Um, yeah, I believe, Sarah, you've got a store with some Christmas stuff on, haven't you, at the minute? Well, they're not specifically Christmas, but they would make a good Christmas gift. I mean, I I get ideas throughout the season, like like a lot of fans do. I'm inspired to try and make something. Um, and I'm lucky to be in a position where I could design some key rings and badges um, and they're made from metal and they're enamel and and get those get those made and I give them away to people I know uh, you two in in question my friends but what I did this year because last year I had so many requests I actually got a few extra ones made of everything so that I could put them on Etsy and and sell them to other fans so yeah what's your moment of the season Monza well my image of the season for me is is Dan and Lando hugging each other just after they'd got out of the cars. So I've made uh, a key ring, a fridge magnet. I've made a pit board celebrating that race. And I've also got the golf livery on a pin badge and a fridge magnet as well. So I'll tweet it after the podcast, but I've got a store on Etsy um, and you guys can 
and have a look and pick them up on there and let me know what you think. I have only got small numbers, but if there was enough demand from people that they actually thought this stuff was cool and they want it, then I could look into making some more. So give me a tweet and let me know what you think, guys. Yeah, I've got one of the um, key rings and the, the, the magnets, and they're, re they're really good, really, really good. So, yeah, we'll get that retweeted as well. Um, Andy, you have uh, created some McLaren Christmas tree um, decorations, I think, is the best way to call them. Yeah, um, so Sarah inspired me years ago because she used to send me <laughs> little gifts. I was like, that's brilliant. Well, that's such a nice thing to do for people. Uh, but I'm not as rich as Sarah, so I, I cheaped out on the enamel and went wood. None of us are rich as Sarah. Cheeky, cheeky, And so I send some little wooden baubles out to um, some McLaren fans I'm really good friends with. Uh, and I've got a spare set, which uh, we're going to give away actually today. Uh, so be a retweet and I will give a set out. Um, we'll put a link in. Hang on, let me just get a capture of that. Okay, and they're basically uh, Lando throwing the champagne over his head, and Daniel with a, a trophy for doing something at some racetrack at some point. Oh, I can't think what that is. Yeah, it and... uh, makes me think of our sponsor Splunk when I look at them. Yeah, <laughs> good. <laughs> uh, but they're just lovely, li <laughs> lovely little gifts that uh, I can produce and uh, put a smile on my face, and hopefully put a smile on other people's faces as well. Well, I'll tell you what, Andy, inspired by you right back at you, I'll give away one whole set of my, my items as well. Right. So that'll be a pin badge, a couple of key rings. So let's let's do a little McLaren fans cast retweet competition. Okay. And uh, and I'll give away one set of mine as well. Right. On top of that, well, it feels like I should really give something away, doesn't it? So, um, yeah, I'll give away. Um, let me give away a McLaren fans podcast mug. And then nice. we're all giving something away. Um, Excellent. I, I happen to actually be drinking out of one right now. This right. is where you wish it was a, a video moment, don't you? You know. Yeah, maybe we'll do a video at some point, Sarah. <laughs> my hair. Um, yeah. So, what do, what do you think people should have to do for to get hold of these? I think let's keep it to Twitter. And if you follow us on Twitter at McLaren Fans Cast, um, we can, uh, and you basically hashtag comp. Um, then what we will do is, shall we say, on Friday, end of play Friday, so that's the 17th. Yep. That'll be the last date, and over the next weekend, we will pick three people at random, and we will um, give away one of these prizes to each of those three. Are we asking um, these people to do anything, Andy? Are they um, going to write us a poem? Are they going you know, <laughs> to? What are they, they going to do? Well, I reckon what they should what we should do is I reckon they should tell us their best part of what this season was. What was their greatest yeah. bit of the season? And why? Yeah, that'd be great. And that might be that you heard the podcast where Andy mentioned what he thought of Ferrari's car last season. That could be the highlight shitbox. for you, you know, the the McLaren's <laughs> podcast shitbox moment. Yes. Or uh, Andy, what what do you think it could be? 
Do you know what, actually? You, you've hit nail on the head for me. One of the highlights of the season was seeing Daniel and Lando hugging after the win to show that team spirit. That's 100% what McLaren's about. And that's that's my highlight. It's, it's a sensible answer, not a jokey one, sorry. But yeah, uh, I, I, I like think that. that. Is it. And, and I'm totally with you there because I've been tweeting pictures of it today, but I bought a copy of that picture from Paul Oz. Um, I just saw it. And I thought it was the most beautiful. Uh, it's got so much depth, you know, because Paul really layers the paint to give depth to the picture. Even with no light on in the living room last night, I looked across it and the helmets, the colours that he uses and the fluorescent paint really pings, you know, you can really pick it out. So that moment of the two drivers hugging, that that for me is the moment of the season too. You must agree, Andy Donnelly, there's no way you're out of this. I will agree. I will agree. Definitely one of the moments <laughs> has been one of the moments. There's been a few. So um I'm gonna yeah. ask you both a little question. When Go you saw it. them do that after the race, did it did either of you cry? Um I was crying for a completely different reason that day. I <laughs> didn't cry. Yeah, I just finished a half marathon. I was in absolute bits. So <laughs> I, I couldn't walk down the stairs for two days. So, yeah, there was, there's, the, the tears were of agony. Um, but, yeah, um, yeah, for us to get that win was amazing. Um, and then to hook each other. But, yeah, just, yeah, there's been quite a lot of emotional sort of parts of this season and stuff like that. Um, I would admit that the, when Lando last year got that podium in Austria, yeah, that's yeah. When it, that's when all of the emotion of the years previous came out because it really felt like a change. So there you go. And I the Austria yeah. one was sudden, wasn't it? So we, yeah. we had to get within five seconds. He had to do that on the last yeah. lap. Whereas last Dan's lap, one, yeah, brilliant. Dan's one, we had an hour and a half to get used to the idea that we could get the win. Yeah. Uh, and like from first, second corner, he, he's in the mix and there's a possibility. Yeah. So we had a lot of time to get used to it. It wasn't a sudden shock. It wasn't a, oh, we've got this now. It's like, okay, we've got the chance. And it was, I was nervous for that whole race, obviously, but uh, I don't think I cried. I'm, I'm sorry. No, no, I just, I'm, I'm just glad to hear you're both as emotional as I am because, you know, I know I'm a big girly wuss, but I just wanted to hear that because for me, part of being a McLaren fan has been the journey we've been on. And sometimes that's been quite an emotional one. Yeah. 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 Right. I reckon that wraps us up for this week. Wrapped uh, up Christmas. There's a pun. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, this is our last one of this year. We will be back in the new year with a uh, podcast where we'll be looking forward to the new season um, and testing and things like that. Probably around the time we get the car reveal, livery reveal, we'll have a few people on and do that. Um, over the uh, holiday season, let's just say. We will obviously be on Twitter. We will be running a competition and we will have a few other special things coming up in the new year. So look out for that. Um, all I would say is have some happy holidays, enjoy the season break and let's go again next year and let's win again yeah. next year. Merry Christmas. Woo. Happy Christmas, everyone. Yeah. <laughs>